Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Dave, you want to talk a little bit about green. I know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm wondering, you know, what's the cost or what's it take to make America green? Mm-hmm. I notice that everybody wants to go a certain path. Make this country a green country. Green meaning, you know, sustainable, using sustainable resources. Okay. And, Are you thinking like moving away from fossil fuels? Well, that or, yeah. You know, stuff that's recyclable, recyclable, all that stuff. You know, we have the wind, you know, people are talking about, you know, solar instead of using, you know. uh, Coal to generate power. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and windmills and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so what intrigued me was, is I was watching numerous times I've seen this and I'm like, I got to figure this out. They were talking about, you know, windmills and, you know, the blades on the windmills and they they get they deteriorate mm-hmm. and they haven't even been out there that long really truly in the, in the scheme of yeah the, these and i'm talking those large windmills that take they're more than a couple of semi trucks long yeah well they have these burial grounds that they put them in to bury them when they're just when they when they're no longer they're usable no longer usable i wonder what makes them no longer usable i wonder that too because I would think that they should be able to last for eternity. My guess is, I mean, if you think in like the airline industry, you know, if you have some structural issues, you don't want that thing out anywhere. <laughs> it could fall apart in mid-flight. I'm, I'm guessing that there's probably structural issues with these blades that those things move fast. I mean, yeah. it doesn't look from a distance like they're moving when very they're fast. they're that large. Yeah. And they're just... Yeah, the ends of those oh things are gosh. covering some They're ground. Moving. Yeah. My guess is there's probably some sort of structural problem or some chips that mm-hmm. start. Yeah. And and but there's stacks of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like hundreds. I mean, and I don't think they're like rated to deteriorate in a hundred years. I'm talking, are they ever going to deteriorate? I don't know. But still, mm-hmm. it's the cost of going quote green. And it seems like that some things to make us go, quote, again, green, costs the environment heavily. Uh, Just the Google is telling me that these blades are generally designed for 20 years to a 25-year life expectancy. So That surprises me. I mean, meaning short. I just think 20 years is a short time. Right. So... So that may also means that some of them go sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, like like example when you get you when you get your roof on your house, you go, mm-hmm. do you want a fifteen year roof, a uh, yeah. thirty year, a forty year roof? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I went and got a, a forty year roof in in hopes that it lasts thirty. You know, because uh-huh. I know it's not going to last. What do you think they're gonna, depending on they the environment, say, right? Yeah. What they say they're going to mm-hmm. last. You know, so they 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 seem to. To deteriorate, mm-hmm. that apparently is a big word for me, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, uh, to where they're um, having to dispose of them frequently. I'm curious about a recycling program for those, uh, for those blades, though. I'm sure there's some materials that they can pull off and reuse, but to what extent? I don't even Frankly, know. Frankly, I don't even know what they're made out of, yeah. to be honest with you. But I, I, I have... I, I just keep seeing like the burial grounds of them, and I'm like, wow, that that blows me away. And another example of when things go away, when people talk about recycling vehicles, mm-hmm. 
there it's like a boneyard of cars you mm-hmm. know that it goes to a they're just huge masses of fields of broken down cars i mean mm-hmm. um the for for air, airplanes mm-hmm. there is i can't even remember some graveyards out Arizona? there Arizona mm-hmm. i can't remember where it is but there's these graveyards of airplanes mm-hmm. that are just huge they don't go away you know some of these things are not meant to yeah and and so i was like wow you know what are we doing to make it to to make the world more efficient and to make it better for the environment are we are we just covering up covering it up or just an exchange one cost for another cost right uh, there were, I was looking just at the wind turbine, you know, well, what does it cost to have a wind turbine? They're saying between two and $4 million. Wow. I, that seems really excessive, especially if you're looking at a 20 year, you know, life expectancy or something. Right. And then, and then who knows, I mean, the additional maintenance they're, they're talking about 40 to almost $50,000 per year per wind turbine to maintain. That's amazing. It, that seems pretty costly to me. I, I know don't... I was driving up the gorge a few years back, and I've seen a few of them off to the dis- distance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. I don't know. I didn't count them, but probably 6 to 15. Okay. Eh, probably more than 6, but mm. all right, 6 to 15. I thought, man, that's like, I'm glad to know that. That's mm-hmm. millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each one of those blades have got to be, they've got to be close to a million bucks, you know? Yeah. To, but they're who cares? They're they're hundreds of thousands of dollars for the blades, and the also the funny thing was is I didn't see any of them ever moving. So if you um, you know those listening who are not from the Northwest, uh, we have the Columbia River Gorge, which oh, yeah. is the Columbia River. It runs. I want to say it's from Canada. It runs down through uh, state of Washington, and then eventually it creates the border between Oregon and Washington, and that gorge acts like. A, a wind tunnel. And right. in fact, one of the best windsurfing places in the world happens to be just not too far from us in Hood yeah. River, Oregon. And um, so the wind kicks up through there really, really well. Um, in our area in Portland, the east wind comes down the gorge and it freezes us in the wintertime. It is, it's a horrible it be <laughs> combination of, of, uh, of circumstances. Right. But, but it's a great place for uh, wind energy um, through that area, but it's true the wind doesn't blow all the time. And for that space being a place where the wind is more frequent than other parts of the you know of the states, uh, for you to go through and not see some spinning uh, is not is not rare. I mean, you'll see right. that just driving along the gorge. The um, was I eighty four millions of dollars of inefficiency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I wonder I. And I trust us, we're not ex- experts in this particular area, but um, I wonder about certain times where it is really windy and they have to like turn those machines off because they're producing too much in this short little period of time. I would hope that that could be a problem because mm-hmm. when I was driving by going, oh my gosh, are these things even helping mm-hmm. and who are they helping and who paid for them to not be working today you know i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it, it's mm-hmm. baffling to me you know because i don't frankly because i don't know how they work yeah you yeah. know maybe they shut them down because they were they met their goal of of what they need i wonder if it's I, I don't, pushing i don't know too if that's much. the case but 
Yeah, I mean, maybe it's pushing too much energy I'm into the grid. I'm a hydro-nuclear so. kind of a guy myself. Yeah. Well, but... okay, so this is an interesting one. We were, we were talking about electric cars and how really not green they are. Um, the, right. You know, the, the batteries, uh, Tesla has an amazing process for their vehicles, the manufacturing process and their batteries. I was at, um, at the Tesla shop recently to get um, some, up, some hardware upgrades to the computer in the car. And I was like, hey, what does it take to replace a battery pack in this thing? Oh, well, you uh, know. Well, 14, 15 grand. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said that it's going down, um, and I have an older model Tesla. They said it's kind of going down because um, more of the older model Teslas, are, are um, their batteries are now being recycled, um, reconditioned, and reused. They said uh, like 90% of the battery pack is, is recyclable, meaning they can recondition it and then put it into another car. I thought, oh, that's kind of an interesting, more efficient way well, that's of, good, of doing it. I've heard some bad things about what but, they do with the yeah, batteries from the Teslas. Yeah, and and that's the thing is there's a lot of battery technology out there that the, to get rid of the battery, to go through the recycling process and and separate out um, whatever it's it's made out of, can actually be harder to do um, and harder in the environment than. Um, than you know the fossil fuel burning uh, right. the co2 and you right. know carbon monoxide that might be what going if, in the atmosphere coal and all that stuff was the best in the whole <laughs> in the beginning i mean mm. i know that uh, it, there's a lot of consequence to it i get that mm-hmm. but you know to make the battery alone there's so much drilling and destroying of of the the land the minerals to get to get the ingredients to, for the batteries right yeah and and you know, i read something somewhere that that people were discussing that you know this is done in other countries so you know mm-hmm. you could put a blind uh, you know blindfold over your eyes like i don't get to see it so therefore you know it doesn't exist and we get the benefit but it's one planet you know so we should care about what happens somewhere else to benefit ourselves so i was curious like you know, for us to go, quote, green, to get electric cars, because I know that's a big push for a lot of people. And, and I, I think electric cars are cool as hell myself, personally. Mm-hmm. I would really like, like to get one, perhaps, one of these days. But not because I care about making it green, mm-hmm. just like a regular, just, just like it's another car I want to get. I don't go get another car or vehicles that I've ever bought in because I cared about the environment, if you will. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I care about the environment, but never did I go buy a vehicle because I was trying to, I don't know, save a tree or, yeah. or, or care You're, about the air. You want to, you care about how it looks, how it performs? <laughs> Getting back and forth to work or the safety, you know? <laughs> yeah. If it lasts a while. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, when people are discussing that, that uh, what it takes to get what the minerals that it takes to make the battery what the, what they have to do to the environment to get it to get that there and then what it takes to make the electricity to fuel those batteries repeatedly mm-hmm. and most people uses coal <laughs> yeah to make the electricity to power their vehicles i know that there's some things in play trying to um use solar to power them but it's not a it's not something that's uh, what's the word? It's not efficient. It's not. It's not. It's not, not. Not there for everybody to use. Mm-hmm. Util. Everybody just uses the regular power outlets that you have, or you know that uh, that people have around, and that's generated by mostly coal. Yeah. 
And so we have a lot I'm of hydro that, in our area, but sure, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. But uh, but so we're we're still using what people are concerned for with polluting the air, and then maybe even some more stuff mm-hmm. by making the batteries in, themselves. Well, so but to your point, thinking about the environmental costs of like I've got some pictures here of of lithium farming where they're stripping the land. There's huge swaths of land that they have to use to. Uh, you know, filter out um, the the different uh, materials, and it, it's they're really interesting pictures because they're very very colorful. They go through these different processes, um, but it's you know it's toxic to people. Sure. And so there's a, a human cost in in trying to get the resources available to to do this. Then there's the environmental cost that is the using of the land, and um, and, and, and then can, and, and then so the, dis- the disposal afterwards. Well, I just. To be parallel, mm-hmm. I get that coal is too. Coal mm-hmm. has been ki- the black lung, or whatever they call it, <laughs> Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think good. I've got the black. Is it they call it the black lung? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's funny to me. But so but I know that it's not good for people. Mm-hmm. You know that that are. I'm sure they. I imagine they have things, yeah. respirators and stuff that helps people out these days. But mm-hmm. you don't have to take a canary down. Yeah, the, <laughs> down the hole to make sure it's yeah. breathable. But, <laughs> um, but uh, poor little canary. Yeah. But but uh, but there's other things involved in it too now. Mm-hmm. And and uh, well, there's always a cost in in any of these. I mean, drilling for oil. You know, fracking. There's there's a there's a watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, some environmental costs, but you're trying to like balance these things. And I I think in the United States, we're trying to balance um, what these different costs are. And used to try to balance it. Well, what what's crazy to me is that everyone is so worried about CO two in the environment because they because people are saying that the CO two in the environment has a direct impact on on the temperature rise of of our climate and. And then you know, there's all these other things they call climate change, which is like just any variation, any change is climate change. And um, I I don't know how much of those models are really that accurate. I, way back when, um, oh gosh, what was the what was the climate um, documentary? Um, oh my gosh, are you asking me a question? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Al Gore man. did a documentary. Oh, what was it called? I. Listen, I got the Google here. Yeah, look it up because I I can't remember what they called it back then. Yeah, inconvenient truth. Oh, it's an inconvenient truth, and that was his first one. And he did, uh, I think, I want to say he did a follow up on it as well. But he was talking. He he had this big old graph that you know by twenty what two thousand something or rather, like the temperature rise in in the world would be several degrees, and we would have. Uh, uh, rises in sea levels that would uh, cover like Miami or whatever, right. and and those predictions didn't come true. And there's some other ones in there, but some some of his predictions did come true, have come true. Um, but the thing is, is yeah, again, we're kind of like trying to balance some stuff here. And so, if we want to have a, well, let's just say the United States go to electric cars. I don't know that there's even enough minerals to replace, to create the batteries mm. to replace the current fleet of, of cars just in the United States, let alone and the rest of the world. I don't know if we would have the ability to um, energize them. Yeah. Well, with all the changes in creation of electricity, uh, nucle- nuclear is like 
it's the most effective, most efficient way of producing electricity. But there's this huge fear for that technology that, you know... When shit hits the fan, <laughs> it hits the fan. <laughs> well, but the thing is, the technology, a lot of people's fear when they're when they're talking about that is is from you know a bomb which had devastating effects have you watched chernobyl um and then and then there's chernobyl and i want to say that that was in gosh when was that was that in the 80s and they're still concerned about it now when did chernobyl now that now that the russia ukraine situation is going on they're worried that they're going to be kicking up some more um, radiation because of the the wars, because guess what? When when like I said, when she hits the fan, mm-hmm. it hits the fan for many 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 years. So Chernobyl thousands. Um, Chernobyl in 1986 is when Chernobyl had its its meltdown. Um, but here's here's the thing. Um, oh gosh, I want to make sure I get the right the right numbers here because the death toll just from all nuclear. Uh, am I saying it right? Nuclear? Nuclear. Sounds good to me. Uh, uh, the death toll for that is far less than even, like, solar panels from, you know, because people fall off a roof and <laughs> during the installation process, you know, there's a, there's a death rate associated with that. Now, with, with nuclear, it's, it's interesting because um, it's so stable, like, it's so well-controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, the... The materials that would come out as as byproduct of of creating that electricity, the spent rods or whatever they're using these days, uh, can be used for other purposes. They, in fact, they, there's some amount of recycling that they can do and reuse in in other processes. And then there's the amount that actually gets basically stored, the radioactive material that gets stored. But the thing is, is it's so small; it doesn't take up a lot of space. Now the space that it does take up, you I think you know, you bury it in lead or whatever it is, but it doesn't take up a lot of space. Right. So the amount of waste that comes along with it, and then the uh, the human cost to it is actually extremely low compared to any other method of of electricity, including you know we're talking about wind, including wind. And with Chernobyl, um, it said I want to say um, here's an article says that 31 people have died from Chernobyl. That seems like a low number to me. What? Uh, they said uh, potentially 4,000 no. people have been impacted by it. Um, but as a direct result of, of, its, uh, of its meltdown, um, the number of people is actually really low. I thought there this was is far coming... more people that, because people <clears throat> were involved and it was a slow... Mm-hmm. The information was getting out slowly. Yeah. So people that had issues from it was long term, not right away. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's true. Um, because a lot of cancers and stuff from uh, radioactivity. So I'm I'm reading this from it's ourworlddata.org, and they say 31 people died as a direct result of Chernobyl's accident. Two died from the blast effects. And a further 29 firemen died as a result of the acute radiation exposure. I want to tell you, if that's true, then let's do it. That's worth it, right? And then that's worse than a freaking, (laughs) that's better than a freaking five o'clock traffic. Yes. Yeah. As long as you're not looking at the people who 
have been damaged by it with cancer and other right. other things because then there's a, a the psychological emotional toll that will take well i will say this but to be fair this is back in the 80s correct yeah so this is 20 something so there's a lot of safety things that have been put in place that would make it a lot safer oh yeah and some of the plants you can generate a lot of electricity in a smaller I mean, plant homer simpson can handle the situation <laughs> and, and and not kill well i guess he might have killed a couple people. yeah <laughs> but i'm just saying hey mr burns is still alive yeah well <laughs> and he's there every he, day he hasn't gotten sued but uh um yeah in 1986 is when this thing but i went think down. there's something to it though you know to be able to make energy from very little. I mean, mm-hmm. that much energy from very little, I will say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get, I, I understand nuclear, I get it, but not everything that is, has been used as, a, as I'll just say it this way, as a negative means that it's a negative. Mm-hmm. And just as anything else from coal or any other way, there could be some negatives involved. But maybe some of those don't produce as much. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of weighing it out, but... Let's go back know, to the original question, which is, how could the United States go green? I mean, right. current methods, I would say the the most green methods would be uh, nuclear. But for real, though. And, and hydro to create electricity. Because there's a lot of universal you know uses for electricity. No matter how it's getting created, once it's converted into electricity you can use it on so many different things um, but the other is like our vehicles you know the majority of vehicles are are still even with even this with the growth of electrical and hybrid the majority of, of the vehicles are going to be based on fossil fuels so do you remember now i know that uh, example is our kids will never be able to remember this mm-hmm but when I was a kid, and I know you're a little bit younger than me, so maybe you didn't witness it or recognize it or can't give a damn about it. But when I was a kid, and I don't want to say, I, I can't guess how many cars, how many blah, blah, blah cars out of 10 was like this, but I want to say that there was two out of 10 cars that always had smoke barreling out of the back end of it. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of them, yeah. and, and but I mean, like they were just jacked up. They weren't working right, and mm-hmm. so it was just, just, just. I'm not kidding you. Burning smoke, yeah, yeah. And it would fuel up, fill, fill up. Excuse me, fill up the intersections, and but it was mm-hmm. all the time. Every time I'd be sitting behind a car, and it just stinks so bad. It is so rare right now, mm-hmm. as we speak. And 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 I'm not talking about electric cars. Electric cars are so very few right now. But things are so much more efficient than they have been when I was a kid that it's impressive, really, that they've gone away with either their laws where cops will actually pull your ass over when, mm-hmm. your, car, when your car is smoking as bad as one of mine was. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, my bro- I had a Mazda RX-7. It was in the 80s. And your brother and I, <laughs> we'd roll around and I think it would backfire so much. We, we would duck and cover because we thought somebody was shooting at us. And it was by our own yeah. car. But it was also smoking so bad that at an intersection, we would get out of the car and step out because it would feel the the whole car was full of smoke. <laughs> so bad that is really that, bad. that we would get out of the car until it turned green and we jump in and go. Because 
<laughs> but uh, but still. it's like Cheech and Chong. <laughs> but, but nowadays that would not fly. Mm-hmm. My, my, that's my yeah. point. And it shouldn't have flown then. Yeah. But uh, because mm-hmm. we have a different um, expectation of what is acceptable out on the road or what the next guy because i hate mm-hmm. being i could tell now i could be behind a vehicle and it's usually an older vehicle i'm like oh my gosh and i'm like get the hell out of here yeah. you know wave my hand back and forth from my face like dude what are you doing being out on the road like i'm some mm-hmm. yuppity guy or uppity yuppity, yeah. yuppie oh, i just put two <laughs> words in one yeah there you go Kudos. but anyways uh <laughs> You know, but that was a common thing back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Every other, I'm lying. I know it wasn't every other car, but it seemed like every other car was just a freaking smoke bomb. And now it's, man, it's can rare. You really, can it's you rare really to find better? those unless unless you're way out in the country or you're um, in an area with a lot of like diesel vehicles. You probably won't even see that. Uh, I th- I want to say that the like Department of Environmental, what is that DEQ quality. Um, they have certain standards for certain year vehicles. Right. And and then they're, they're kind of strict for the newer vehicles. And then in some cases, if you're like way out in a rural or, you know, way out of, uh, out of town, you'll see uh, vehicles that they can get their, their, their license plate tags and never have to go through the quality check. Well, I'm so old that I used to, I almost wanted to have a vehicle that was part of this, the exception category because it said if your vehicle is 20 years old then mm-hmm. you don't have to take it through deq i'm like yeah. hell that sounds like a plan for me uh-huh. well now i'm if i have a vehicle that's 20 years old that's a 2002 <laughs> that's completely different makes us feel old. you know what i mean that doesn't I, seem like it's that long ago. that sounds right mm-hmm. if i wouldn't buy, yeah i wouldn't get into <laughs> that but at in the 2000s there was a lot of difference from in the 70s and 80s and 90s yeah. 90s started but still, the difference is, is nah, I don't think that that, that, that even flies. Yeah. So I don't even know if that rule even exists anymore. Because out here, it used to be, if you have an old car, that, in other words, old used to be 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, 20 years old, we had a lot of environmental safety things put inside of, installed in the vehicles. So I don't think that works anymore. It must be like 40 years old because I mm-hmm. wonder if they cut it off. If you have an eight, I know that there yeah. was a couple years ago, they almost made it sound, they were trying to push, at least here in this beautiful uh, Oregon state, um, that you couldn't even start, dri- you couldn't even like drive around some of those vehicles mm-hmm. that were so old because they emitted so they wouldn't pass a certain mm-hmm. requirement. And I got to disagree. I, get, I mean, I don't think that a, like a vehicle that's, blowing smoke out the back that just means something's not not working correctly mm-hmm. you know and i get that but still uh, an old vehicle that emissions aren't uh, up to date but isn't blowing smoke mm-hmm. it should be still okay i think about the technology improvements to get the vehicles where they are today not only just like fuel efficiency and and environmental quality but like all the other safety standards and what we would consider is just, you know, every car is going to get airbags. That's just that's the way it sure, is. Sure. Um, the suspension, the way the tires work, um, the braking. Oh, there's so many improvements in vehicles. If you think about how bad cars were back in, I want to say, 70s, maybe even into the 80s. Like the quality control no was really scary. bad. Yeah, just, you know, if you buy a classic 
not I won't say a classic car, but if you buy an older car and you want to actually drive it around now, a lot of people will go and customize, get new brakes on it that's like modern brakes, so that it's not a death trap when they're driving it around. Everybody you know? cares about going, but nobody gives a damn yeah. about stopping. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then think about the um, uh, in terms of like the nuclear uh, power plants. A lot of these were started, you know, I guess Cold War era and and beyond, where I mean, maybe this was like in the early 70s, these things came out and and the technology has changed so much since then. It would be comparable to driving one of those cars. You know, we've got this ability to really get quality control in place and make something very, very safe and way more efficient. You'll be able to produce lots of electricity with very, very little waste. There's no CO2 going into the environment. You're not clear you know i mean yeah there is some <laughs> when you're when you're trying to find the uh, uh the material to um you know the uh, radioactive material to create this yeah there's some stuff that happens in the environment but then the benefit of it makes that seem like it's a smaller a smaller well, thing i'm gonna go backwards here a little bit so i'm not gonna get into because it could be a whole nother show about mm-hmm. talking about the gentleman that created and i'm not trying to get whacked <laughs> or or get you know commit suicide with two shots in the back of my head kind of a thing uh-huh. but there was a gentleman back in the oh good lord i'm not going to say back in the day is what i'm going to say because i can't remember the date but he came up with a vehicle that ran off of water yeah yeah you had and mentioned was, this and he was pushing it and he brought it up to to like some of the companies and didn't go well it's for for him so I don't know. I'll just say that. I'll just leave it as that. But there's other ways other than, I mean, all we talk about is electric and all we talk about is, is um, uh, gas, oil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I want to point out there's two, two other things. And I'm okay with doing a little bit of effort, you know. So I want to point out that it might, looked like it was some third world country, but this guy had a bike. They converted that ran off of water mm-hmm. and wood. So I'm guessing it's a steam situation, <laughs> you uh-huh. know. But he was yeah. traveling along on this 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 bike trike mm-hmm. quad right thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we have to be simpler. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to go over the top all the time. Mm-hmm. We need to go backwards. And I, if I could dare go back a little bit, and I've pointed this out, maybe I just needed to hit the shop and try to make it myself and find out why it doesn't work or why yeah. it's not here myself or mm-hmm. create it my damn self and make some make make some money. I would literally ride my bike back to forth to work, but it's about 20 miles. It's a little bit long, and it's not very safe for, you know, I think going slower than, than the common speed is could be a death trap. You know, I want to be able to be yeah, able to keep up with them. <laughs> so, yeah. but I back when I was a kid, you know, I used to have like the old, you know, the BMX bike, you know, and and so when I wanted to go hang out with your brother, and and pedal from here, it used to be like a good eight or ten miles. Mm-hmm. That worked my ass off. I had to pedal whoosh, yeah. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The whole way, you know, mm-hmm. worked my ass off to go see him. It wasn't worth it. So, <laughs> sorry, Tony. <laughs> no, totally. You, Tony, you were totally worth it. <laughs> he might have been, but not, no, 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 not with them BMX. But I went and got it like, I think I was at the time they had 10 speeds, was big in the 80s. Mm-hmm. That had a 12 speed. Now, I 
I used to pick berries at the time, and I picked berries all all summer long. And I bought myself a, I think it was a twelve speed. I, I don't think it was a fifteen, but a twelve speed, mm-hmm. and that was big time. Mm-hmm. And so, what was cool about that is I could get over to hang out with your brother with a lot less effort. Mm-hmm. That's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Your brother was definitely worth a twelve speed. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's so funny. be honest with you, he was worth a, a BMX mm-hmm. too, but. But I'm just saying... That, yeah, you, know, you changed the efficiency of the, so of the machine. I just don't mm-hmm. understand why you don't have... I don't care if you call it a trike or a bicycle or even... Um, I don't know what you call it, a quad quad quadcycle. But anyways, <laughs> a car uh-huh. that's made out of a bike mm-hmm. and have it geared so that it's near... Bear with me. I'm going to say effortless, mm-hmm. but effortless to get up to certain speeds. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we don't try for that. I think I think we have. I think that the engineers out there have done an amazing job. Not using of, electric. Yeah, but of of trying to make things efficient as possible, the the least amount of lost energy possible. And there have been a lot of devices that have been invented that 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 allocate it in different ways. Um, there was a, I want to say it was like maybe it was like a trike or maybe like a a very light vehicle. And they were using springs, and they were using a, a very small engine that didn't burn a whole lot of gas to wind this spring whenever it was basically stopped. And then it would unleash the spring to start to get it moving. The, momentum, right? Yeah, because generally speaking, the most energy is used to, to first Abs- accelerate. Absolutely. It takes lots, a lot less energy to maintain than it yep, is to accelerate. Absolutely. And uh, and so there was this machine. I, I I'd probably have to spend some time looking it up, but it was a very small engine that wind the spring, and then that spring would get them up to speed, and they could maintain um, maintain it for a relatively efficient um, you know vehicle. There are others that you can see. There's um, improvements in transmissions in different vehicles all the time that they have special ways to measure how much energy is being spent at these different, you know, uh, RPMs and figure out what the most efficient method of using those particular um, gears would be. Uh, There's also other materials beyond just the gears that they're trying to improve efficiency in, and, you know, like the bearings and and some other methods of reducing the amount of friction between... Yeah. And you think about the Tesla. The Tesla has one, one gear, basically. Makes it badass. And, and, yeah, <laughs> so there's, you don't, yeah, so you don't have to worry about shifting. Um, right. It's just, you know, it's how fast can that that motor turn at different um, it's go, at, at different levels. And what's interesting is the engineering that goes into these Tesla motors is incredible because you get to a point where how many RPMs are you getting up to? And this motor, that's all that goes directly into the the the, the rubber where it meets the road. Right. You know, you turn that motor, that's exactly what is happening to your 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 tire. And at what point do you reach a top speed or a critical speed where it disintegrates? <laughs> Have you ever seen um people um that put a like an old CD or DVD on the end of a like a drill? Yep. And spin that guy up and then watch it just completely shatter. shatter. Like, yeah, it met, it met its max. Yeah. It met revolution. Its, yeah. And, Can't even say it. Yeah. And so there's different things that these engineers have to consider in, in all these things. But then there's the chemistry in 
you were talking about, you know, maybe there's some steam powered, like, uh, you know, bicycle or mo- motorcycle. It. Yeah. Um, of course, we had trains that were running on steam. That's right. And eventually it moved into uh, burning wood, burning coal, because there's a, a difference in the Did chemistry. There's a difference in chemistry in these different things. You can get so much energy More out of boiling water. Um, you can get so much out of burning wood, so much out of charcoal versus regular coal. And then you start getting into other fossil fuels like oil and then, you know, potentially like gasoline is a refined version of that, um, natural gas. I mean, we're talking about the different properties of each of these things have different um, amounts of energy produced. Well, you know, this isn't why I brought this 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 topic up, mm-hmm. but we happen to be running through where I'm paying four eighty nine because... <laughs> I'm a lazy ass and I like going to the place on my route home. I like Mm -hmm. going to a couple of these places and I like the people there Mm -hmm. to go get gas. Yeah. I know I could probably get it for a mere four, four 39, Mm -hmm. but it's four fucking 89 a gallon. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care about other countries. I don't care about any other situation. I'm talking about America. Yeah. And I'm talking about our situation where it was a two dollars. Mm-hmm. Maybe even under, but I'm going to say two bucks is an average, mm-hmm. and or the places I go, and and there's nothing that's changed other than an other than an can you say it? an administration? Yeah, yeah, an administration. You know, yeah, that that decided to cut this or apply this or get rid of this, and and it's it's double my cost, and that's a huge deal going back and forth to work, but. Um, well, okay. So to, to your point about, um, gas prices, I just, um, was driving today and of course I don't see gas prices as often as I, it doesn't catch my eyes often as it used to, cause I don't fill up anymore in my car, not but car. yeah, but as I was driving, I'm driving by even the inexpensive, like we have Fred Meyer out here. Fred Meyer has these little gas stations. We have a Safeway also. I think they have some gas stations, Costco, uh, and then there's the standard Shell and Chevron, Chevron and, and those BP. ones, yeah. Oh, BP so rare. Yeah, they are so. Yeah, they're pretty big. Um, <laughs> but um, but it caught my eye because even some of the cheaper places like a Fred Meyer was still, I want to say it was like four seventy five. Right, it's four hundred four dollars and eighty nine cents a gallon. Or if you have your little discount with your yeah your <laughs> shopper's card, your shopper's card, <laughs> you could get it for four dollars thirty five cents. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's outrageous. It's a big deal because it's 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 two hundred dollars more a month. Mm-hmm. And what if some people need yeah. to go get a job and they have to travel a long ways away? I'm fortunate that I'm only I don't know eighteen twenty miles away. But that's a damn distance for me, too. It yeah, used, to, used to be worse, but I don't have a rig that's great with gas mileage. You, one of your rigs is... Yeah. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Yeah, that thing is, sucks the gas. It's, a, it's an old... Uh, it's a, what is it? A 2008 uh, Hummer H2. Um, a dream car of mine, by the way. And we don't drive it hardly at all. Because it... it I, I, depending on how we're driving it... You might get between eight and twelve gallons. Well, if you want to, or twelve miles per gallon. If you want to go for some status, drive it around right now. <laughs> have the windows down. That's right. Have the AC on while the windows <laughs> are down. Turn up the radio. Mm-hmm. Wave at people. They're going to go, man. You're loaded. Yeah, right. <laughs> because, because it's sitting there idling. Mm-hmm. It's costing you dollars. Uh, I brought up a little chart here about Oregon average gas prices. 
and it only goes a, a year back. Right now, their estimate, and this is, uh, what are we, March, mid-March here? Current average for, for the regulars is uh, $4.73. One year ago was at $3. Mm, you're right. That's a significant jump that's, in such a short period of time. It's truly huge. Now, we're going to see this go over 5 um, on the average very, very soon. I don't see it going down at all because I don't see where the Why new oil is coming from. And I don't... Some people cannot stop driving. Some people, this is what this is the way they live their life. That You can't just... A case in point, our kids, we got to take them to school. We got to pick them up. You know, we can't just, um, there's no school bus in this case. There's no ability for us to hop on a bicycle and, all right, kids, load in the cart behind. You know, there are things that we have to do uh, no matter what the gas prices are going to be. Definitely different than than when we were kids. Yeah. So I'm just saying that the demand for gas, it may go down a little bit, but ultimately, we're looking at a situation where people are still dependent on driving their vehicles, and I don't think that this, these prices are going to sink uh, too low. I will low. tell you this. I don't know if there's anything in the works about adjusting anything or doing anything, open up the, the Keystone pipeline. If they did that right now, it still wouldn't impact us on a positive way for Not a for a while. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, we're minimum, in my opinion, which means shit. <laughs> but my opinion... <laughs> but my opinion is is that in a very in a quicker time than it would be if they opened up the Keystone, mm-hmm. we're going to see six dollars a gallon. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is right now, but mind you, diesel used to be cheaper than gasoline. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost a buck more. If I, I it's mm-hmm. over five bucks a gallon. I it think. is. So just looking at the the average, so regular oh, average is oh, is four four dollars seventy three cents approximately mid-grade is four dollars and 92 cents thank god i sold my freaking twin turbo vehicle that only needed <laughs> premium premium every Pre- time premium gas is at five dollars and 13 cents and diesel is five almost 540 so get this i have to point this out my mom she has a, a diesel mm-hmm. truck and i use it often for for particular situations i gotta go haul something mm-hmm and I was looking at getting some cabinets here and go and go down and pick up some cabinets. So I might need a big rig. Yeah. And she's particular. And I guess that there's some different types of diesel. Mm-hmm. So there's this, only this one place within like 30 miles radius. Oh, my gosh. That sells a certain kind of diesel that's better for the vehicle. I can't even tell you how much that freaking costs. Yeah. But that's where we have to go to get the gas for her. And mind you... Her rig is a 2001. Oh. Mm-hmm. Less than 47,000 miles on this thing. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to go put in some bullshit gas. Sorry. Yeah. But you, you get what's, what mama recommends you get. <laughs> and I, I'm like, okay, so now I have to actually, literally, some people must do this. I can only imagine, truly, truly, the, the um, truckers out there. Mm-hmm. They, everything they do depends on this. Yeah. And so when I go, well, it's going to cost me an extra hundred dollars for those cabinets that are blah 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 cost. Yeah, just for the fuel. I have to absolutely. Yeah, I have to I have to consider that. Uh, even it, it's it's outrageous. When my car was in the shop, um, I had to take Uber, 
And I don't. It's probably cheaper than taking <laughs> the Hummer. No, <laughs> no, you might be right. Uh, but I don't like to take Uber very. I when Uber started, it was great because I thought customer service was was much better, and, and like the people were driving were not former taxi drivers. Yeah, now, we need to have an Uber <laughs> with bikini top drivers yeah. only. I, I, I think that's something. I, so I don't prefer to, to take an Uber, but. Uh, Tesla, when the car's in the shop, they'll give you a loaner or they'll give you Uber credits, which is great because then I don't have to pay for it. But that gave me an opportunity to see what the cost and the cost of, of the ride. And this was a kind of an off hour. I want to say that it was like 10 in the morning. So it was outside of a rush hour time. Uh, there was no like concerts or big events going on. So this was probably a decent time. And it cost, I want to say... Uh, was it 13, 15 mile drive was over $50. I think it was almost $60. And then you want to add a tip on top of it. And, uh, I I remember one night you and me hearing it, (laughs) you and I went to a concert, uh, at at Moda center. Uh, is it Elton John? It sure was. Yeah. So we, we got, we got done with the concert and of course I'm thinking we'll just take Uber home. I don't want to take the the little Max train, the, you know, no, the public I train. No, want to get stabbed that night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so, looking at the app at the time, prices were really high. Well, so we the timing though the was, timing was, exactly was part of it. And so we uh, we went for a walk. I think we, did we go to like a McDonald's or something? And I think there was this pay by the hour hotel we went to. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. Uh, no, there there wasn't. Uh, but we went to uh, we went to I think it was a McDonald's or something, and just sure, hung yeah, out. McDonald's hung out for a while, maybe grabbed a bite to eat, and then the prices on on the Ubers went back down. And I'm pretty sure that we still didn't spend more than than what I just spent the other day no, um, on on the Uber. Uh, but that being said. All of this fuel stuff, there's uh, a ripple effect with all other services because every delivery truck, every you know big from FedEx freight, to freight truck, yeah, to Swift to you know I'm just using yeah. that as a big shipping company. There's a cost in fuel, and all of those prices for delivery are going to go up. Right. If if you have a trucking company and and to fill up, and I'm telling you people. That it's not if if it costs a hundred bucks plus for you to fill up your rig, yeah, costs me sixty bucks to fill up mine. <laughs> Think about these giant. When you drive past a semi truck and they have these freaking, they look like there's two fifty gallon tanks on the side of each side of the rig. They gotta fill that son of a bitch up yeah. with that <laughs> diesel fuel. Yeah, and they're not gonna suck it up. You know their cost, rightfully so. They're going to pass it on to the people that are hiring them to do their jobs, and then they're going to pass it on to who? Us. It cycles all the way back around to us, um, and 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 so therefore your cheese, your milk, your fuel. You know, I know we're talking a lot about fuel, but it all raises the prices to all of that. I was just looking at you know well, how much does a semi hold in in fuel. They're saying between 125 and 300 gallons. Yep, that's so right. So what if we're just doing, you know, we'll make the numbers somewhat easy. Uh, 200 gallons times five point, it was what, almost 40 cents? Oh my Lord, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to fill up that truck, it's over $1,000. That, that's right. That's incredible. Right. Just absolutely incredible. And, and here's the difference. It was, I'm going to throw it out there. It was probably closer to 500 bucks to fill up that truck. Mm-hmm. That a is few a years huge ago, yeah. diff- 
just mm-hmm. a couple yeah. years ago. Yep. That's a huge difference, and that's a big impact on us because it's not just one truck that comes back and forth dealing with it. It's a fleet, yeah. people. Just on the TVs you buy, just on the freaking BS gum you want to buy, anything you buy, these are not just one truck that goes out to feed the whole United States. Mm-hmm. So mean, you're talking about just trucking. Think about just um, what other products petroleum, you know, fossil fuels create plastics. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a lot of other products that require these uh, materials, these these chemicals or whatever to create that thing. So it's not just a matter of even delivery. It's the product cost itself is now going up because the oil is harder to come by. It's more, expe- well, you uh, know, more expensive. It, it, oops, sorry. It, oh, it, you're it, kicking it, me. Uh, well, you had it coming, I imagine. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's weird. Like when I talk about going green, mm-hmm. it always comes back to fuel. It seems like the fuel or oil mm-hmm makes this whole country exist almost, you know, because mm-hmm. we've all found out how, especially with, you know, Canada and their, their, I don't know what they called it, but the trucking convoy. Or yeah. Whatever. The trucker and, protests. And what, what a uh, impact it made on that country. Mm-hmm. And we already should know at this point as Americans, what, you know, the truckers bring to us. And no matter how pissed off you get, I'm one of them because not all the truckers are great. Some of them are assholes, <laughs> just like just like regular drivers are assholes. Yeah. I get it. People but in general, people in general. <laughs> but but the, what we rely on them because they make a huge difference. And um, you know, it it seems like truly that you need energy to make this whole country work. Mm -hmm. And so we, I always go back to essentially electricity and what makes electricity or or oil Mm -hmm. and fuel to make it go because everything else is just a secondary Mm -hmm. food. Well, how are we going to get our food? Well, we're going to produce it in, in, in our, in America. Well, guess what? We might need some uh, fuel to run the tractors and the machinery to create, you know, to Mm -hmm. harvest it, you know, I think of it in terms of what is it that we have to go outside to get? Uh, what What is it that we can produce here? I think the... The only thing America produces without anything is babies. <laughs> and they ain't doing us any good. <laughs> well, we we were somewhat... I don't know if technically we're energy independent. Maybe Maybe it's the right term. I don't know. But when we were fracking, we were exporting more in oil then um then we were from the 2016 to 2020 we were at least on the way to being self-sufficient mm-hmm. yeah and and if we can be that way we can be less dependent on uh, you know a foreign government like well like russia i mean they're talking about cutting off some um some oil coming from russia mm-hmm. because because we want to punish them economically for going into Ukraine. And that's going to cost us higher but, than anything. But it would cost us a lot. Us but, meaning not just us civilians in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the we're common gonna, people. Right. Because then we're going to have to really realize that do we really want to go to the store? We're going to have to like compact our. It's going to be so expensive to have these. Um, restrictions or what do they call it um sanctions, sanctions mm-hmm. on on russia because 
it's easy for our government to to put these sanctions on, but it fucks us too. Yeah, there was a clip. Because, well, go ahead. Well, I was, was going to say there's a clip of 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 Biden recently talking about basically our inflation is he's blaming it a hundred percent on Russia, even though even though inflation started before Russia invaded. He's also blaming just Russia lining up on the border of Ukraine triggered people to um, know that there's going to be a scarcity and raise their prices. And, of course, the whole thing is a lie. That's a, a that's sure. political speak and, from and, him. And for me, it's, it's, it's nice for me to hear that from him because to me, because I'm, I'm not an idiot, uh-huh. and I know that that's an acknowledgment of failure yeah. because he's just blaming it on them knowing that that stuff happened the second he showed up in office. There's going to be some people who believe the words that he's saying. I I hope that most people are are seeing through it. But with that being said, that still then highlights the argument of why are we dependent on other people, other countries? If if you're going to make the argument that it's their fault that our prices are rising here, then why is it that you're not putting some attention you know, here locally in trying to reduce the amount of regulations that cost people more money to produce um, stuff. Um, The cost of labor is outrageous right now. I mean, actually, it's very quite surprising that labor is is so expensive because we haven't really, yes, we've lost people to COVID, but really we have such a massive uh, workforce available. uh, We should be able to have relatively inexpensive labor. We haven't hit rock bottom yet. For us to figure uh, it out. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. Uh, but, again, this goes back to why can't we, as a, as a country, start producing more here and be less dependent on, on others? So, even during Trump's era, because when he was out there talking about China. Yeah, <laughs> China. And he was right. <laughs> but why isn't, like, like, I'm an inventor at heart. Now, that doesn't mean necessary that I have to come up with something nobody's ever came up with. Yeah. It's how can you make something else better than what it already is, too? And that means we already know that dealing with China sucks. So why isn't there a company? I can't step up. I've got nothing for money. I have no know-how or, or abilities to do it. But why aren't America, why isn't somebody in America coming up and going, I'm going to take the step up. We're going to be making, I don't know, TVs or anything electronical. We're mm-hmm. going to be the people that are going to be doing that. Therefore, we you don't need to go to them to buy those anymore. And I'm just using that as an example. Okay. Go, no, go well, ahead. Okay, so uh, with that example, the reason that things, why a lot of people don't do that is because cost of labor, which is generally the biggest line item on a, on a company's budget, is, is very costly right now. Sure. The other is what we're talking about with this whole episode is really about, which is um, the environmental impact of it. There are so many environmental regulations, especially in think about chip manufacturing. There are a lot of countries out there that can provide, create these chips because they don't have the same regulation. It destroys their country, not ours. <laughs> it destroys their environment. forward with thinking that we're green <laughs> mm-hmm. and the whole world is green, mm-hmm. but it'll destroy every other country. Have you yeah. seen India's dump? I know, I know. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I interrupted yeah. you. Well, so um, you know, so we're talking labor. We're talking about environmental impact. Um, there's but, also all of the other regulations that go into businesses and all of the taxation. Right now, in our culture, in, in the United States and in other places, there's this big push that um, you know 
big business or any business is not paying their fair share in taxes. Well, what are you talking about? These are not individuals paying taxes. These are these are these are companies that if there's a cost in in whatever it is, uh, if it's in labor, taxes. If they're in our country, (laughs) how about that? That's their tax. But if producing something for us. But my point is, is that these companies, if they have a, a higher tax bill come to them. How do they afford that? Well, they increase the price of of the products that they're creating right. because they're going to pass that cost on to the customer. So ultimately, the customer is still paying more. So to your point about why don't we build TVs here and or whatever product, it's because our our government has all of these things that they've artificially made it too expensive to do this la- this type of production. I agree, but mm-hmm. that being said. So and I, I'm going to get to the two. This is a two-parter. Okay. <laughs> so that that being said, is that like anything that comes up in the country or whatever you have to do? I don't care if you're making big cupcakes versus small regular size cupcakes. They're going to be expensive at first. Mm-hmm. When more people are getting involved, going well, these people make big cupcakes. I like those big cupcakes. Mm-hmm. They're going to go. You know what? The cost is going to go down a little bit. So I get it. When you start out, something is going to be high. I get that. And um, so... But that also... After after time, it could balance itself, I will say. Mm -hmm. But it also goes to show that nobody gives a fuck about the fucking green (laughs) or going... Or the environment. Nobody cares. Nobody freaking cares. Not enough people care. Someone cares. The people like us. Believe Mm -hmm. it or not, I do care. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have a... A, a, a smoke blowing out uh, out the back of my vehicle, and if if the second I see something, we'll go have it fixed up. Yeah, I do care, but nobody's willing to spend the money or take the hit that mm-hmm. it's going to cost them for several years before they could be off the ground to everybody's buying for them from them before they could bring costs down. You know, yeah, I I I, I know that. Um, also, that if we cared about going quote green, then we would stop the the drilling and the mill uh, the of however they do to get the certain minerals out of mm-hmm. the lands in other countries mm-hmm. that we get to sit here on our high horses and say, "Hey, we're going green," while other countries are destroying themselves. Mm-hmm. But we yet we get to pretend that the whole world is getting better because we're doing better. Well, we we probably produce some of the most you know green energy um, out there, and our regulations are are pretty high to maintain a certain air, air quality or you know w- whatever it is. But if if you're producing anything and you want it to get cheaper, then there's a few different ways to get there. One is is improve your efficiency in manufacturing. Um, another is, um, well, you could introduce other companies. If there's a high demand for something and other companies jump in, there's going to be competition. And then there's a real demand, a real necessity to become more efficient and produce something that costs less because most people are pulled, um, that's towards you for the price tag. That's more reason why America should do it because we have, we have, um, we are capital. Yeah. Capitalistic? Ca- yeah. yeah. Capitalists. There you go. Uh-huh. Thank you. I knew it, but I couldn't say it. Mm-hmm. But, and that's that's where I think it could pull itself through. 
Yeah. Because we are. In other countries, that's not how it's going to be. Yeah. The problem is, is that we have artificial uh, manipulators by government regulation that comes in and takes because, the free because market. Because I'm talking and, about caring about the whole um, environment that everybody wants mm-hmm, to do. Yeah. And here's an example of, and it, and it breaks my heart a little bit, but I understand, I understand both sides of it. Mm-hmm. I wa- used to watch Shark Tank back in the day. Yeah. yeah I like theirs. And, and people would come in and say, hey, I've got this great idea. I go, you do have a great idea. But what I want to do, I'll, I'll give you what you want, but I'm not going to keep it in America because a couple, few of them were heart set on keep it in America, mm-hmm. especially <laughs> when it came to veterans and employing them and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, I will give you what you want for your whatever they're asking for, but I have connections in China or across, I'll just say across the seas. Yeah. And uh, we're going to bring this cost down. Well, because there's no. There's not as many um, regulations across the seas. Yeah. Because why? We don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> Whatever they do is blah, blah, blah. They just have to produce what they need to produce. They mm-hmm. can bring it over to us. We don't care about the atmosphere that they work in. They mm-hmm. don't care because their regulations are less. Yeah. But all we care about is the dollar. And that's, that's I believe, is our failure to go in green. Well, the other, the other is, you know, there's a, a different standard of living, and people are used to making a certain wage over there that's significantly less than what we would right. make over here. Eight bucks a day or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so th- there's a lot of different factors in, in why it would be cheaper to, to go overseas, even though it takes and so long it. to get it back to the States to if even If I'm trying to make product. a buck... And mm-hmm. I know I have a good idea, and I would like to sell it. For, it's worth here mm-hmm. $85, and I can have people make it here, and it's going to cost 65 bucks to make it, or I make it for $23 over there. I mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, or eight. <laughs> I'd be in nice. yeah. But, you know, and so I understand how that goes. But the point of that I'm trying to make is, are we trying to really make it green? Yeah. Are we trying to go, what's it worth? What are we doing? What's it cost to us? Mm-hmm. Well, are we really making it green? We're making it look like. We're just making a, it's like, you know, um, a drunken, wife-beaten, pile of crap, stealing, rapist that wears a freaking <laughs> oh, Armani suit. Uh-huh. He looks like a million bucks, but yeah. is he? Yeah. You know, we're trying to look like we're all perfect and, and doing well. But are we? So let we're, me. We're, we're enabling the destruction of our world, maybe in other countries, but we're driving around on all these cars or mm-hmm. or or doing all these things that are eating. Let me let me pose something to you. What you got? Uh, and I, I know we're we're running over time here, but we are. Yeah, we're we're over an hour now. How can uh, that be? Okay. Uh, think about it in terms of of direct pollution. Okay, typically. Wealthy people pollute less than poor people. If you look, go to most of the countries that are, um, you know, they're not super modernized, uh, relatively poor. There's garbage. There's sewage. There's a lot of environmental stuff. It's just it's it's pretty bad. Right. In more, you know, like the United States, we we don't. I mean, yes, we we produce garbage, but it's managed a lot different. Um, the amount of pollution that we create is actually, considering the volume of people that we have, is is pretty small. Think about what if we could improve the um, the wealth of those poorer communities in such a way that 
environmentalism or greenness could be a bigger priority. Because if you think about it, the reason that it's not a priority for them is because they're just trying to get by every day. Right. For us, we're getting by just fine, which gives us the time to even consider being more environmentally friendly. Right. We have that right privilege to do that. Do you think that that might be the method to become more green at least at least outside the united states i can and i'm not trying to promote another company but Mm -hmm. but you know my wife years ago was talking about um oh my gosh well maybe i won't promote them because i can't think of their name but Mm -hmm. oil essential oils Uh Mm -hmm. and i was like well there's lots of those types of oils out there Mm -hmm. and a lot of these oil, mind you, I haven't dug deep to know if they're like mm-hmm. some shady ass company that's like, but, but they went to some other countries trying to utilize their abilities to make a certain product that is healthy for us mm-hmm. and then also helps their own and, and, and pays them well, if you will, gives back to them and their communities to bring them up too. Yeah. And so they could have a less damaged environment. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think the the biggest issue is everybody wants if you could if you're selling the product for a hundred bucks, and you could get the cost, you know, it costs you know ten dollars to make it. They want to take that ninety bucks. They don't want to give back anything. They don't want to mm-hmm. give back the fifteen bucks on that product to maybe help the local areas or mm-hmm. help anything else or there are some companies it, that are is. very there, it's philanthropic rare. but I agree mm-hmm. with you but yeah. it's rare but those are the things that I think needs to go back into making it right you mm-hmm. know because I I love my cell phones but there's those batteries in it mm-hmm. those batteries are a very big negative impact to our car and and mm-hmm. when they're probably a bigger negative impact because you know Tesla's I'm using them as an example. They're not the only ones out there right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to shame them. But um, when Porsche makes, there we go. When mm. Porsche makes their their uh, electric cars, you know, they use these huge batteries, you know, and they make a huge impact. But I bet you that all these car companies that do electric cars is less impactful as as cell phones. Cell phones, yeah. And we all use them. And, uh, you know, we don't, I just hate the fact that we all want to go green and people will sit there and talk about how green they are, how envir- environmentally friendly human beings they are, mm-hmm. and they try to go vegan and save the animals <laughs> and everything's yeah. perfect. Uh-huh. And yet you do realize that you're wearing a leather jacket, right? Or your shoes are made from over yeah. there, right? And your cell phones plural <laughs> yeah right and the ipad uh, and, the and all this <laughs> yeah. you know it's be realistic be yeah. understanding and because i think that there's a way to be not necessarily green like everybody wants to be but be less impactful on the planet but i think people have just got to stop bsing themselves because yeah. i feel that's what it all is when people talk about going green in the u.s i'm like nobody's going green they're just going outside of the u.s it seems like yeah, and, and if it doesn't impact our community, but it's impacting somebody, which is yeah. our planet, which is only one of them. Yeah, my my guess is that, well, 
Okay, number one, I'm not, and I'm far from being an expert in any of these areas, and I, 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 I should I learn am. a lot more. <laughs> learn a lot more about this, but but my guess is that a lot of people do care about the environment that they're in. Right. Um, you know, I, I think you know, you go through Portland and you realize that people don't care because of all the trash. It but, sure appears that way. But in general, most people they don't want to litter. They don't want to, um, you know, dump old furniture at the side of the road. Generally speaking, most people are, are that way. A lot of people will uh, will even separate recycling from their garbage. They'll take bottles, um, separate those from, you know, the, the cans. There are a lot of people who participate in those things. So I think in general, most people really do kind of want things to be environmentally good. I don't good. think they get it. But yeah, I just think that unless it's convenient, people really don't follow through with it. Well, I, so how be, do you make it? To be fair, I also don't think that they're selling it right. Who's who's not selling? Example: I'm, I'll use the electric cars as mm-hmm. as an example. They're trying to get more people out there to use electric cars to to save the environment. Okay, not because they're freaking awesome or cool technology and all this other yeah, stuff. Okay, I see. But they're pushing yeah. to go green. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. If that's the best way to go green, people. <laughs> compare compare the looks of a. Of a hybrid Prius with, uh, um, you know, a Tesla, well, you know, electric you know, Tesla. And you go, listen, that you, you make, you try and make the argument because it's such an ugly car. Sorry, Prius owners. But uh, uh, I think they have to know <laughs> that. But, but you got to push the, the, it's more environmentally friendly um, to that particular product. But a Tesla, you can totally talk about performance. I think Priuses, just so you know, I, I think it's factual that. Prius owners are virgins. Is that right? <laughs> We're going to get so much hate mail. <laughs> are you kidding me? I think everybody's, even the Prius owners are like, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that there is true, actually. <laughs> no, but, but here's the negative about it. Like, example, a Prius, the batteries don't last as long as the vehicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are at a, a, I won't even say minimum, they're about for three grand. Mm-hmm. So when you have, example, when you have a transmission that goes out, you're like, oh my gosh, that's like mm, about three grand. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an extra expense on a vehicle because they still have transmissions mm-hmm. that go out and they could cost them several grand. Well, this battery, when it goes out and they will go out mm-hmm. before their vehicles will go out and they're three grand. Yep. It's a huge huge extra cost because you still have to do your timing belt, what, which are over a thousand bucks. I mean, it's what, just an extra thing to go mildly greener. Yeah. It was funny. I was out, um, uh, doing uh, track practice and there's this, it, it's right along this really busy street. And so I'll get honks and, you know, you hear people revving their engines and whatever. I heard this really, really like annoyingly loud vehicle drive on by. And I was like, you know, thinking of like a no, no, noise ordinance, thinking mm-hmm. this has got to break that. And I look back and it is a Prius. My guess is Hush. that those batteries died off a long time ago and it's not using any batteries. <laughs> they somehow bypassed the batteries and it's just, I mean, and it sounded Shut so it loud. Used yeah, my like, two cylinders. And... <laughs> it was so loud. <laughs> it was like, me. you'd never guess that was a Prius. That's funny. Yeah. I have zero... Um, uh, negative thoughts to anybody that's trying to go out there and save the environment. Yeah. I totally try to, as I have a burning barrel and I burn my trash. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. You're you can, out in the country. You, you can fine. wait. You can weigh that out. 
whether or not, you know, your garbage is going to break down. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. 30 to 100 years, yeah. the trash that I have, mm-hmm. or I could burn it, go up into the atmosphere and let it trees, rain back down. And my trees absorbs. will help. Uh, de- uh, I really truly, yeah. and this sounds funny, I can't remember exactly what Elon was talking about, but he said, uh, we're trying to bring down the the CO2 or something in the mm-hmm. air of America. I'm like, and there's like $100,000, or maybe it was a million yeah. bucks, knowing that guy. Yeah. To the people that have, I go, plant more trees. Yeah. I'm waiting for my check. Yeah. Because what if people start <laughs> planting, I mean, I mean, literally, mm-hmm. planting trees in an amazing way. I mean, everywhere that you don't see, everywhere that's open, you plant trees. Mm-hmm. In 30 years, it would be amazing, our, our quality of air. Well, the Northwest has some pretty nice air, to be honest, because really we have, does. I mean, we're very, trees are abundant in this area. And um, the loggers have so a, have a... Um, they have a sustainable cycle. Right. But the, they, there was, I can't remember how many years ago, but there was something, I can't even write, remember the right words, but there was a law, plat, law passed that for every tree that they cut down, they have to go out and plant new ones. Yep. And that's great. But I'm talking about going out there and planting them absolutely everywhere. Mm -hmm. Well, you just don't know what that potential impact would be with other things, I suppose. Like if, you know, there's a lot of open fields around that really isn't used for much of anything. Uh, You know, people cut the grass and it just goes to waste. It's not like they're feeding cattle or anything with it. But I'm curious what that would look like because trees require nutrients to grow and, you know, there, I don't know what would happen if we decided just, oh, let's just keep loading up the free space with, uh, with trees. I don't know what that environmental impact might be. It'd be I know all that good, the, I'm sure. I think that the air quality, certainly, I think, I, you know, I think about the Amazon. We, you I'll know? tell you this, if we all died, mm-hmm. let's say in, in the next two weeks, every human being died. Yeah. <laughs> It, all those places would end up growing. Oh yeah, with trees Mother Nature take over and grow with trees, and and mm-hmm. uh, and would would make it all happen without yeah. us. Um, okay, well let's wrap it up. A little bit long episode today, uh, but thanks for listening and, and uh, hanging out this entire time. If you want to see the video version, you can catch us on YouTube, Rumble, and Spotify. That's right, just the podcast. You can catch us just about anywhere you can get it uh your podcasts yep. so uh more information can be found at our website never com, and send us an email at mailbag at never so until we see you next time take care and be safe people